service. What is up, listeners? Welcome back to another episode of the Full Service Podcast. I am Tank Smith, your host. Today is episode 46. Thanks for being here. Shout out to my guest from last week, Sophia West. Sophia, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. That was a good time. If you have not yet, make sure you give Sophia a follow on Twitter. She is at the Sophia West. I have a link to her Twitter, her OnlyFans, in the Libsyn page from last week. So make sure you go to the Libsyn page, give her a follow. While you're there, we're also on Twitter. We're on Instagram at Full Service Pod. My personal Instagram and Twitter at Tank Funkadelic. If you enjoy the podcast, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you hit that like button, that subscribe button, that follow button. You will be alerted as soon as a new episode drops. I think last week dropped a little early, so if you were subscribed, oh boy, you might have got to listen to it before everybody else. So make sure you are subscribed. If you want to give us a five-star rating, five-star review, oh boy, that'd be incredible. Reviews are, they're, they're helpful. They're helpful. Everybody likes to, hey, this podcast is great. Listen to it. If you could do that, hey, I love you forever. I might, uh, might even come close. Well, I might give you a hug, you know? Hey, if you're into that kind of thing, you know, it'd be great, you know? <laughs> but I uh, appreciate you being here. Episode 46. Today, my guest is Chicago-based companion Ginger Rose. We, uh, I guess it's been like a couple weeks ago uh, we recorded this when she was in Atlanta for a couple days. So I'm, uh, I'm super excited for y'all to hear it. We, uh, we discuss conspiracy theories. She's a huge conspiracy theory fan. We debate Chicago cuisine. We talk about weed in Chicago, mental health, rebranding. Talk about Polly Shore for a little bit. It's <laughs> It's a good time. I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy this. I definitely had a lot of fun. Ginger, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. That was dope. Make sure you are following her. Oh boy, she is on Twitter at Ginger Wilds. That is Ginger W I L D E S. You can also find her at OnlyFans at Ginger Rose85 and Snapchat Ginger Rose85. I have links to all of those in the Lipson page for this week, so make sure you go to the Lipson page. Give her a follow. Follow her on OnlyFans. Fuck yeah, do that shit. But uh, I mean, I'm excited for y'all to hear this. I, uh, <laughs> I'll uh, next week. I have a solo episode coming up, and uh, I'll kind of talk about. I've I've talked about this a little bit, but uh, I hadn't told my parents about the podcast. Um, but I told them like last week, and uh, short. My mom, she's like, "So are you like, are you cursing in this podcast?" And I'm like, "You know, hey, yes." <laughs> and she's like, "Well, I don't want to hear any GDs." So. Uh, <laughs> I told my mom that I will not say uh, goddamn anymore. So uh, this hopefully this may be the last episode with a uh, you know guy. I get goddamn excited for these episodes. So uh, I feel like this might be the last one with the GDs in it. I'm gonna make a conscious effort. <laughs> but I'll be discussing that more next week. I hope. Uh, hey, I'm gonna stop talking. I hope you enjoy this interview with Ginger Rose. See you on the other side. Welcome back, listeners. It's Tank Smith. I'm I'm, I'm excited for every goddamn episode, but I'm super excited for this episode. <laughs> My guest, Chicago-based companion, Ginger Rose. Ginger, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I think, uh, I feel like I, I initially reached out like in like, maybe like August of last year. Yeah, it was to, a year ago. To be on the podcast. So like a year later, this is good. This it took is... forever for me to come back to Atlanta. <clears throat> Man, is, is this the first time you've been back since? Yes. Yeah. Oh shit! Yes. Nice listeners, you heard that we are in Atlanta. How uh, how's Atlanta treating you so far? Great, actually. I am I am ecstatic to be in Atlanta. It's been great, and I'm definitely coming back. So, Fuck yeah, you got yeah. any uh, got any plans in the in the agenda? You do anything cool? Yeah. 
No, no, not yet. Well, I have dinners and stuff like that planned. And shopping, oh, okay, sweet. I'm a girl. What do you do? You just shop. <laughs> that is what the ladies like. Hey, ladies, what do you y'all like to shop? What do y'all what do y'all like to do? Okay, all right. <laughs> but no, I uh, appreciate you uh, being here on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's actually pretty cool that you're doing this. Like, I love it. Oh no, I appreciate you doing this. I uh, I remember so uh, I did an episode. With uh, Sweet Haley Grace, probably a couple months ago, and then she sent a, she tweeted about it. Was like, hey, my friend Tank has a podcast. Send him a dollar on Cash App. No one sent me a dollar. Nobody sent me a dollar except for you. You sent me ten dollars, and I, for the fucking bottom of my heart, I fucking really appreciate that. I shit. did, and I just it was one of those like pay it forward kind of things. Like I don't ever expect anybody to give it back, but it was just one of those. If I'm ever needing it or anything i don't know if you need it it was just whatever yeah. you just down and out like what's a dollar like tens nothing i know right world, i'm like you know so i'm like they listen to the podcast but they really don't care ginger she cares okay <laughs> that's <laughs> you hear that listeners what do you do hey i'm just a genuinely <laughs> nice person like people need help and i help them yeah so you're, that's wonderful uh, <laughs> and uh you're in town from chicago right yes how uh how's chicago chicago born and raised love chicago it's oh, my shit. hometown What's uh? What do you put on the hot dogs? Oh, oh! So people in Chicago are gonna kill me for this, but oh, I God. definitely put ketchup on my hot dogs. Okay, ah, don't murder me, guys. Do you put the pickle? The pickles? I pic- do the pickle still. I do the pickle and the ketchup, but nothing tomato? else. Just, they put tomato no, on there. No, I don't like tomato. They got the long pepper also. Yeah, they oh, have, a good yeah. Chicago mm-hmm. dog. I'm so generic with that. And I don't do the touristy Chicago pizza either. Like, okay, okay the deep, deep dish, dish, that's tourist pizza. Let's get some shit straight. That's super tourist pizza. Really? Chicago people, we like our thin crust. You sound like a New Yorker oh, trying, no, to, no, no. trying to pose <laughs> as a Chicagoan. Yeah, we no, all like we the totally thin crust. Like that's our thin a New York crust. thing. Well, it's like a braided crust and like it's, you know, it's thin, but oh, the shit, crust okay. is more braided. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. I'm learning things. <laughs> <laughs> The native Chicagoans like the the thin crust. We do. I'm a di- I like the deep dish. The deep we only dish. like we only did the deep dish when we we're trying to show off to people from out of town. But like, let's go to Giordano's. You know, like, yeah. deep dish. We're gonna make them pay more for this pizza for real. It's gonna be like forty bucks. <laughs> hey, what if we made this pizza crust with cornmeal? What do you think about that, dude? They would charge you more because it's like gluten free. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Well, I guess we're all getting lied to. When I go to Chicago, fuck that. I'm getting. Uh, you get a hot dog, I'm going to put it on the, some flat froth. Some Just don't let people <laughs> see you eating it with ketchup on your hot dog. No, only no. mustard. Ooh, mustard. that's okay. What, I mean, what, like, what do you put on it then? No. Nothing, just ketchup and a hot, or ketchup and a pickle. Oh, wow. I'm super plain with my hot dogs. <laughs> Have you been to the place where they, like, yell insults at you? Yeah, it's oh, It's like a hot oh dog place where they, like, <sighs> talk shit to you while you I've been to Hot Dogs. That one's really good. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Chicago. How uh, you? Were you living? In, were you in Georgia for a little while? Yeah, I lived. I remember when I reached out to you, you were like in Savannah. Or I like... moved to Savannah for two years, and now um, I was there for two years. That's where my kids are. My family lives, but now I am back in Chicago for school. Oh, sweet! Hell yeah! What yeah. uh, what are you studying? History. I lo- and then I'm gonna go into law. I fucking love history so yeah. much. It's, it's my favorite. I'm such a weirdo. Like, I watch Ancient Aliens. Nice. And it totally ties into, like, okay, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so Are let there... me rephrase that. I'm a conspiracy realist. All right. Like, the truth is there, and 90% of all conspiracies have proven to be facts. So why are these conspiracies nowadays any different? Was Men in Black real? Yes. Are roaches really that big? Yes. God. In the... Th- 
At one point, I believe. Like, I yeah. Need some sugar water. That was, that was scary. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything in Men in Black was real, but the okay. whole base of it obviously was. I mean, it was based off something. I you see Most that Hollywood movies. Did you, did you see that UFO video the other day where it was like flying against the wind? There's been that, and the so shit, like, many turned, UFO videos recently. The shit like, turned and like outflew a fucking like fighter jet. Yes, I did see that actually. <laughs> and it was like, oh my! And he's like, yo, this is this thing is flying against the wind. Like it shouldn't be yeah, able no, to physically and, and like. The U.S. is just like here's all our UFO videos. Yep, yep, aliens exist. We've known about it for years. Like it's all you, you can go online and read it all right now. Everybody Classified was, documents, everything. A couple. I remember a couple months ago, like people were going to like we're gonna like. There's like a Facebook group of people like, we're going to storm Area 51 and get all the fucking alien secrets. <laughs> they were pussies. That, they did, not, that didn't happen. Like, <laughs> no, because a few people showed up though, actually. And uh, I was watching a video on YouTube about it. <laughs> and like, there was like big dudes with guns standing there. Yeah, and, like, like in every single like part of the fence. <laughs> and like, people were just like throwing things at them. Like, you can't take it away from us. We want to know it's back there. And they're like holding signs and everything. And yeah. It was ridiculous. They're like we didn't. We thought we'd just be able to walk in. We didn't realize there'd be people. But what with people guns don't realize is there's uh, there's more bases in that area besides Area 51 that are yeah. way more prominent that nobody you know thinks about. Oh shit! And they're all connected. Damn. So alien? How do I? Oh, man, I wonder if if we'll be able to really find out about the like seeing aliens. What kind of aliens are driving these ships? I just can't believe that there's not. I think there's more than one alien race because, like, out of all those planets in the solar system and the galaxies yeah. and all the you know the constellations and all the that, the universe is huge. Yeah, there's no way that there's just like humans and like human-ish looking little greys. Like, there's like reptilians people talk about, the Pleiadians, the crab people. No, that's not. There maybe there's crab. People. <laughs> that was South Park. They <laughs> say the mermaid people are technically like aliens or whatever. So like, I just wonder, like, you know, there are all the different reports of different aliens from different people. But still a big mass amount of people seeing that certain type. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just can't dismiss it. It's like I don't dismiss the Loch Ness Monster. I don't dismiss mermaids. We've only discovered 3% of our world's uh, uh, oceans. Yeah. So there's no way we know what's there. And especially just like technology is increasing. Like the fucking like even a half a century ago, we didn't know shit about shit. And, how we got the internet? Well, we're like... Whoo. Right at one point, we thought the world was flat. I mean, there's still people that think the world's flat. I'm not a flat earther. I'm going to put that out there right now. Okay. I'm not. You want to hear something funny? My weed my weed guy... Is he a flat earther? He's a flat earther. I need to see... You know me and him need to talk. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. I haven't... <laughs> I'm open-minded to it. Like, I listen to people and their theories, and I put... Okay, you know? Yeah, I totally get that. But... Yeah. Then I like you know tell them my theory. So nice. What's your you got? Do you have a favorite conspiracy kind of real real thing? Oh, my favorite one right now yeah. is going to be. So I'm going to go a little dark. I'm going to go a little dark, guys. Fuck yes. Um, my not a favorite because it's super fucking dark. Uh, excuse my language. I say fuck. Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, fuck. Um, oh. fuck. 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 Oh, so fuck. my favorite one is this child sex trafficking with elites. And oh, okay. Oh, my God. Pedophilia in Hollywood Yo. right now. And right now, there's this company called Wayfair. I don't know if, if you know <laughs> this of them. Is, this is great because, like, that Wayfair shit just came out. It, so, like, I was talking ago. about this it. Is, we're like, it, this just happened. We're on the cusp of history. Yeah. It's it's going down. It's not just Wayfair. It's Wayfair, Walmart, Amazon, and Etsy. They are selling these. Uh, Wayfair had cabinets, human-sized cabinets for, like, $10,000. You know, industrial cabinets. Yeah. Whereas, like, other places sell them for, like, eight. $900, $1,100 of tops, right? Yeah. Why are these ones $10,000? But the creepier part of it is the names connected to the cabinets 
are all like Yorita, Samaya, um, one was like Ariella, and they all come back to missing children's names. I did see that. I, yeah, I saw the thing. So Wayfair CEO was like, oh, it's just a glitch in our <laughs> system. We totally messed up. Okay, you would think that's okay, right? Except Etsy and Amazon have baby books and baby pillows, also named after children who are missing, for $10,000. Why would I need to throw a pillow? Well, I guess uh, if you think about it, though, for $10, like... $10,000, unless it came with a human person. I guess you're, I guess that is some elite shit. Cause it's it like... is some elite. Now, there's another thing where the CEO of uh, Wayfair is connected to the Boys and Girls Club of America. And the Boys and Girls Club of America is founded by Julius Epstein, which is Jeffrey Epstein's grandfather. I can't make this up, guys. You can look all this up. Like, it is, it, it, it's insane right now that... I'm going to look this up. Actually, I'm not going to fact check any of these things. No, yeah, don't like fact get... check me because that's amazing. That was another thing. As soon as I shared it on Facebook, I got fact checked right away. And all my thought was, how can you fact check me? Have you gone through law? Has this been investigated by police officers? Like, yeah. how can you fact check something if you don't know the truth? Like, It just sounds like, hey, if we're going to sell cabinets of missing children let's well, with kids in the boxes or whatever, let's not name name it the same thing as the kid well here's the other thing so they said it was a glitch but then if you look up the skew for the cabinets or the pillows or the baby book at walmart the skew uh anybody who has ever worked at retail there's yeah. skews to products and you can google them to, and it'll come back to the image of what it is so if you google the skew number for that cabinet that sells for ten thousand yeah. dollars it comes back to a google image of underage children it is not too fuck? many coincidences, and I am a firm believer of I don't believe in coincidences. You get one chance, yeah. one coincidence to probability for it to happen. After that, there's no coincidences. Yeah. So it's just a little creepy. Uh, I totally think it's real. Damn. Uh, somebody from Wayfair actually on Reddit. I'm a big Reddit fan, by the way. Reddit's where it's at. Reddit is where it's at. They and I'm not on Reddit for sex work. I'm on Reddit for conspiracy theories, which is totally weird because I don't know why I'm not utilizing it. Oh, yo, you gotta check this. Uh, my buddy or I got a couple of friends. They have a podcast called Conspiracy Beer Me, where they definitely like, link me to it. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you a link, but. Hey, listeners, go check it out. They They're drunk talk, talk what you said? Conspiracy beer me. They'll have like a different beer every week and they talk conspiracy theories and shit. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Send it to me. That's oh, great. Oh, yeah. I got you on that link. Hey, hey guys. Totally go see that too. Hey, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. In uh, Chicago. Yes. Weed. I hear that. Weed. I hear the game's changed. We. I'm stoned right now. Just an FYI. <laughs> Super hey, high. Listeners. Um, <laughs> love it. <laughs> I'm actually so... So here's the thing with it. It's legal. But nobody knows the rules. Okay. You don't really know what you're allowed to do. Where you're like, can I light up in front of a cop? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to like test my limits, you know? But yeah. like, apparently you can't drive and smoke, but nobody listens to that. Nobody gives a fuck. No, once once it's legal, it's like no one give gives a fuck. fuck. Not even the cops care because the judge is going to be like, you really brought him in here for this? Like, fuck you. You lost your badge now. In, you know what I mean? In California, you're still like not like supposed to like smoke. I've been smoking freely in California since uh, 2001. Literally, I got there. I just rode around with my buddy in the car. I smoked bloods. I blew a blood smoke out of my car window into <laughs> a cop car window as they drove by. And I was like. This is the future. I really like this. That's great. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. But the problem is, is I'm so conditioned to it being illegal. Yeah. And going from Georgia, which is an illegal state, yeah. to like Chicago, which is legal. I get a little scared. Not scared, but I, I forget to transition. Like yeah. I'll be in Chicago and I'll be like looking around like, anyone near me? And I'll light my joint. And then I realize, bitch, 
You're like, I'm killing, I'm yeah. killing my high. I don't even need to do that. There's and then no... I'm just like, huffing, blowing smoke. You know what I mean? Like, no problem. It's really, it's like such like less added stress and it shit. Because like, we went, we smoked and then like went into this like, to get like food or whatever. And we're high as fuck, smell like weed. Three cops come in and just sit down right at the table next to us, right? If this is Georgia, we're like, oh, my God. oh God, we oh are, my God. this fucking sucks. I would have been like, does anybody have any this spray? Is, this is Spray horrible, me, spray you know? me, give a cigarette, light the cigarette. Yeah, totally. Like, cops just kill buzzes, you know? But in California, it's like, hey, what's up, Mr. Police Officer? I have weed on me. <laughs> He's probably like, let me hit it. <laughs> like, you're not that cool, though. Okay, all right. <laughs> Don't fuck with me like that, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, Chicago's great with the weed, and you, as soon as you get to town, it just reeks of pot nowadays. It's yeah. like it's like Colorado, just yeah, puffs the smoke everywhere. Really, that's what I I used to do a joke about uh, like basically like weed's not a victimless crime because <laughs> I was a victim, right? I was a victim of weed. Like I was walking down the street and I smelled weed and I moved my head too fast. Then I go to a doctor. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, no, well, no, that's that's the joke. I was like, I was the victim because I, I turned my head too fast smelling this weed. So I was like, you can't tell me that it's not a victimless crime. And then I went to the doctor and then he gave me a prescription for marijuana. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it was full circle, you know? <laughs> it really does. Hell yeah. I used to work for the people that would fingerprint for the medical cards for before it was legal. It was okay. just medicinally. So yeah, it was for TSA and it was for... Hazmat, CDLs. Oh, shit. Okay. And all that stuff. So, Twit cards, all that good stuff. Nice. I've always wanted TSA. Yeah. Yeah. Are we safe? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a very racist country, though, but yes, we're safe. Okay. They completely profile. They racially profile. Oh, for, um, yeah. There's this thing called the TSA PreCheck. Okay, yeah. Uh, and you paid $5 for five years, and you'd come see me, and here I was, my pretty little outfit, and I would fingerprint you, and you would get a uh, known traveler number, and it just means you go to the airport security quicker. You don't have to take off your shoes. You don't got to, you know, take out your liquids or your, your laptop and all that stuff, so. Uh, you got the fast pass. Yeah. It is a fast pass, but the problem was, is, and I hated it, it was, it was disgusting, because... Somebody would come in there with a clearly Arab last name or, yeah. you know, a clearly Jewish last name. And they would be waiting six weeks to three months for their known traveler number. Whereas somebody would come in, two white couples, and I remember this specifically. I'll, I'll call them Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You know, okay. they came in and, and they got their known <clears throat> traveler number back in 24 hours. Really? And I just felt like... There was no reason, and the lady who came in with the Arab name, there was no reason for her to take that long because she had a Twit card. She had a hazmat. She'd already been in the system and fingerprinted, oh, so wow. her should have came back That's... right away. Wow. So it was just a disgusting eye-opener in my life of seeing how America still works. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're like, racism, that's a thing of the past. What well, are you we're all tolerant now. No, no, no. You just, they don't talk about it is what it is. Yeah. It needs to be talked about. Yeah. It needs to be in your face. Like, it needs to be, no, you can't say that. No, don't do that, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I mean, this is fucking America. It's... <laughs> this is America, Childish Gambino, hey, you know? <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta keep people down, you know? We can't, we can't, leave, we can't let everybody, like, hey, it's, 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 I don't know, it's, a, it's crazy. I don't know. It is. We're living there. We're here. We're here. We're doing this thing. We are. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. This I'm, is, thank you so much. Is... I appreciate this. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking Chicago, Atlanta, Savannah. 
Savannah's a little weird. Yeah, we don't even. We don't Let's even, not talk about Savannah. Sorry. Hey, we, I talked about Savannah like recently with somebody, and I was like, "Was it Layla Love?" Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah I, yeah, I know her. I love her. her. Yeah, no, she's cool. She's but, a great presence. She's great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we talked about Savannah, so I'm like, if the listeners know about Savannah. There's nothing. To talk they don't about need Savannah. to hear about it again. But uh, heck yeah, I appreciate you being on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. When um when you oh when's I like to ask everybody when's the first time you heard of sex work? Can you think you? First time oh, you heard of it? Oh my goodness. So the first time I heard of sex work was, I mean, I've always heard of sex work. You've always, I mean, I lived in Chicago, so I'm from the South Side. And it's oh, shit, yeah. 47th and Cicero, that's the hot street. That was the street that all the girls worked on. Like, I never understood, though, growing up that that was, I just thought those were pretty girls walking to and from their car. I didn't realize okay. that they were working girls. Yeah. Until I got into the business. And then it dawned on me, all those girls they saw, that was the hot spot, that was you know, Hooker Central, basically. But it was around 2012, and a friend of mine, I was her boss, actually, at one point. Oh, really? Okay. I was her boss. And I'd ran into really hard times, and my grandparents had died, part of building got taken away, things were going bad, and she's like, hey, you know, there's this plate, there's this thing called Backpage. Good old Backpage. And I kept here in my mind, I'm such a, like, a, like just airhead sometimes, stoner, that yeah. I kept calling it Backspace. I was like, what's this Backspace page you're talking about? She's like, no, not Backspace. Backpage. I'm like, Backspace? I kept saying it. And she finally like smacked me and she's like, Backpage. So I went on it. Yeah. And looked around, posted yeah. my ad, and that was it. Seven years or eight years later. Was she was she in the industry or did she just put you on to back? Like, she she kind of told you. She, so I'm not going to lie, she kind of pimped me out. Okay. It was a, it, but I can't claim that as pimping because it was a mutual. I was like, hey, look, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So I'll give you 25% of whatever I make tonight because I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Calls, gotta... But show me what to do so that, you know, and she did. And that was a one night thing. And then I did it on my own after that. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was oh, totally so it was cool. just like one time. It was one like, time. It was just, like, I think I know what's happening. Yeah. Now. I totally knew what was up after that. She showed me everything while we were, you know, while I was working that night. And yeah. I paid her for her services, basically, yeah. to be my manager. It's like a consultant. Yes. But, you know, but, when, yeah. at the time, I only knew it as you're yeah. young, naive, you don't know the words. Yeah. The correct terminology, if that's yeah. what we'll say. <laughs> Before you uh, got into companionship, did you, like, have any kind of idea of what you thought that might be before you got in? I was really ignorant. I was really um, judgmental. Yeah. I talked shit about working girls. Um Loved strippers. Don't I don't understand why I was for strippers but not escorts or hookers at the time is what I called them. Yeah. Um, Do you think it's because it's like a less intimate thing? Like you feel like people feel like it's like maybe like more like having sex with somebody is like maybe more intimate or. I just think it's the whole adage of misogyny of like women aren't supposed to have sex with many men. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And only men fucking... are allowed to have sex with many women. You know. So. I had that mindset still stuck into me for my parents and stuff like that. So, and fucking yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody <laughs> in the face of the planet, basically. But nowadays, it's a lot different. I, I, I don't know if it's because I've surrounded myself with more people in the in, in the industry, or I just have a totally different viewpoint. But I have made sure that I surround myself with non-judgmental people. Yeah, I mean that's the best because like, cause it's like being around like-minded people makes everything better. Like you know, it you does. Have, you don't feel ashamed, you know? Yeah, because we're all doing this thing, and even though we might not do our business the same way, we still have the same goal. It's empowering. And we're doing the same thing. Totally. And we can help each other, and 
I feel like it has to be great. Yeah, and that was another reason why I sent you the $10, because, like, yeah. you were a sex worker podcast, like, interviewer, so I was like, yes, you know what, I'm going to help him. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking appreciate it. Yeah. Did, uh, was, it, was there anybody else, like, besides, I know, that first kind of time, was there anybody that kind of, like, help you along the way? Like, how do you, is it, how is it building no, connections No, I have been within... independent, mostly, <clears throat> my whole career. Like, there's not many, there's one girl I would like to give a shout out to, Kitten. Kitten, she is out of Lansing. Guys, if girls, if anybody give her some love, she's on Twitter. Um, Shout out to Kitten. What up? Kitten 40H. Um, she was the first professional bigger girl. Like, she's not big. She has really big boobies and she's curvy. But she was the first girl that I was able to compare myself to and see that I am worth more than the, these $80 or whatever yeah. things that I was doing for because I was naive and stupid and didn't know what I was doing at first. So yeah. she was the only person that I kind of molded my ads, not around, but I got a gist of what I was doing around her. Yeah, because I feel like just seeing your representation in Salt like see, seeing your representation and seeing them being successful, you're like... What the fuck? I can, well, I can do, I can this. do this. Exactly. Like, why am I not doing this? So I totally took it up a level. And, you know, I quit for two years from 2015 to, to, till 2017. And I just came back full force. I got an LLC. I changed everything. Rebranded. Yeah. Upgraded. Just kind of actually took everything as an occupation, a career, and not as some side job. Like, yeah. I just went full force into it. And why not be legit? If I can, why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like at the beginning, like I was asked, do you feel like there's a waiver period when like you weren't good at it? Sure. Oh, I was super. I okay. So I'm very talented. So I'm always. I've always been good at sex. Yeah. Like always been told that. But advertising and marketing, absolutely. I mean, if they would have taken back uh, back page down in 2013, yeah. I don't know if I would have been able to survive. I don't think I would have continued doing it. Um, I wasn't, I mean, I used that as my crutch. That was the only thing I knew of. Yeah. You know, there was even another one called Naughty Reviews back in the day that I super loved. So I was only on two of them. And then that one got taken away. And then I kind of was scrambling because it was just Backpage. And once Backpage came down, you learn to adapt. Yeah. You, you learn to do different things. But I totally was not good at it when I first started this. Because I guess, yeah, you were in the game. You were in it for a while when Backpage went down. So you kind of like. When I, Backpage went down, I literally just came back from retirement. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. What am I supposed to do? And then I found List Crawler. Oh, okay. But List Crawler got taken down two nights ago by was the that, feds. Was List Crawler and then like a... Uh, Escort was, Babylon. Escort Babylon. Yes. They're okay. both gone. You go to them and it takes like uh, Adult Friend Finder or Secret Benefits. Okay, yeah. So apparently there was underage girls on them and now they do not let people in America... Go to the website. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's good. That's... It sucks that the website's gone, but yeah. good for them. This is where they should redirect their whole website and start making people send IDs like other that's literally, sites like, do. If, if, yeah, it's, you want to make sure that... You, the girls are legit. Yeah, what the I, fuck? Yeah. That's... That makes me seem like you're asking for the law to come to you when you're not verifying people yeah. at that point. Because I've definitely talked to people and, like, it's having a lower cost option for advertising makes it so that the mark, like, people that aren't able to afford fucking Eros or fucking... Oh, if it's free, it's me. <clears throat> I've never been on Eros. I yeah. will not be on Eros. I will not pay 
hundred plus dollars for an ad when Trist at the most I paid on Trist is like thirty three dollars a month. I love yeah. Trist by the way. I like Trist a lot. Love Trist. Slixa, I could just do available now for five dollars. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's very handy for the low cost. And Liz Crawler was free. So if it's free, it's me. I'm humble, raised, you know, South Side Chicago, poor working class Irish family. So yeah. I just feel like uh the the list crawler was a very big option for girls who didn't and can't pay yeah. for the other sites. But you kind of have to know that you're going to pay for some sites. You're going to have to pay for one of those yeah. sites. You know, you're going to eat 30 bucks a month at least yeah. if you but really want to up your game. Like, I think it sucks that the sites can't do their fucking due diligence. I guess maybe, I don't know, though. It sucks that these these sites have to fucking do their due diligence and fucking take oh, fucking IDs. You yeah, know? absolutely. That's what they're going to end up having to do because I've been scammed on this crawler just recently. My email started pinging off the wall that I was posting ads in, where the hell was it? Oh my Portland, God. Oregon or I think something? I saw, did you tweet about that yes, or some shit? I totally I saw did. It. <laughs> and I was like, this brunette chick and she's like skinny and she's like Asian or something. And she's like, total fake. And it was my phone number. And every time he went to the ad, it was a different number. Like the numbers were different slightly. Damn. But then every 10 people would get my phone number and it would text me. And I'm like, that's not... Yeah, that's but not... it was kind of free advertisement because then I started like te- like, like, like this is me. I was yeah. like, yeah, check out my Twitter, and they were like, come to Portland sometime. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just gonna randomly start texting people in areas I want to go to, be like, hey, you know, spam them with my link, see who hits on it. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know? It's good marketing. Yeah, I like to think outside the box. This is yeah. when the weed comes in. Yeah. If I, you know, if I'm not high, I'm in the box. If I'm high, I am far away. In left field, a mile away from that box. <laughs> I feel like it helps you. It's like this is like opens up new patterns of thought, and you're like, I never thought that. It was really possible. does. Yeah. It, that's the whole point of marijuana, in my opinion. Is I wasn't doing well in school, and then I started smoking pot to study. Yeah. And then I started smoking pot before school, and I started smoking pot after school, and I all of a sudden aced everything. Where's that commercial at? <laughs> I'm not the couch potato Where girl who's deflated that? on the couch, you know? <laughs> and my dog's not talking to me when I'm getting Gatorade out of the fridge. <laughs> I love those pot commercials. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just put my hand on a hot stove. Weed. And I don't right? even feel it. I'm like, you're an idiot because I felt that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they just need to have successful people with pot. And then it's like changes the stigma of fucking... Totally. Stoner fucking What's idiot. his name? Michael Phelps smokes weed and he admits to it. Yeah. Look, he's a swimming... He, like, wins all the gold medals for swimming. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a problem. But, hey, we're changing the game. We it's are a, changing the It's a new world. Stigma. It's yeah. a new world. It's <laughs> I want to be like Snoop Dogg. I want to, I want to be able to pay $50,000 a year to my own professional blunt roller. He apparently um, pays well, forty to fifty annually to somebody to roll his blunts for him every single day. I will say that, that I will take thirty five k. I'm right? I'll, I'll 25. I'm good, dude. 25. I'll, I will come back to Chicago <laughs> with you. I'll come back with you and I will roll your blunts. <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. Honestly, I'm gonna need a, I just I need a promise of a W-2 at the end of the year. Yeah, you know, that's going to be an I-9, so... Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm glad we got that. I don't have a job, so I'm like, like I don't need to. I'm gonna call we'll my just parents. Do cash under the table, you know. Okay, yeah, I mean, we'll do it that way. Like, how, are you, how are you affording Chicago? We'll set up an OnlyFans account. We'll just pay you through there. That sounds good. I like. These are lots of good ideas that are happening right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> do uh, do people in your life know about your work? Yes. Nice. Yes. How is it? Uh, how do they feel? I don't talk to them anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. 
it's it's okay when they want money from you. It's yeah. okay when they need something from you. But the minute that you can't get it to them quickly enough or you're a day late or you can't help them, you're all of a sudden the biggest hooker they've ever met. And you're trash and you're this and you're that. But it's like, you've never owned a house and I'm going to be buying a house. And it's yeah. like all these things that they've never done in their life. And I just kind of feel like they're jealous. Like people don't want to see people close to them do better than them. It's a weird misery loves company kind of complex. And a lot of people I knew were toxic. So I'm on this journey of I cut toxic people out of my life. Comes with clients too. I have cut a lot of toxic clients out that comes along with rebranding. I don't want to see people. I was too, I was priced too low. When I had a half an hour rate, it was giving people who didn't really want to see me. They just wanted to blow job. Or yeah. they just wanted to have sex with whoever answered. Yeah. It was giving too many of those sex demon vampires, you know, access to me. And yeah. I want to see people who see my picture. I'm like, oh my God, she's beautiful. Oh my her. God, I want to see her. Oh my God, I can't wait to see her. I've been waiting all day to see you. Things like that. Like, that's match my energies. Because yeah. I'm high energy. I need a high energy person. Just even love. Just a loving person. Yeah. Just natural, normal, cool dude. Yeah. That's what I tell everybody in the pocket. Hey, people, just be cool. Hey. Just be cool. Just, just be, be fucking Don't good. be a douchebag. And I have seen a couple of douchebags. And there's been times where I had to see them again because maybe I didn't have enough money for the room. Or all my bills hit at once. And it was like this guy texted me and I needed to see him. But I've now gotten to the point where I will not allow myself to see anybody who devalues me like there's a gentleman who recently a few years ago he saw a friend of mine that I was doing duos with and she was not my friend because she told me this he told me that or he told her that he didn't see me anymore because he, I'd gotten too fat for him I was pregnant by the way um granted whether I was pregnant or not yeah. you don't say that to my friend slash duos partner well I gave him a great review to her. Like, oh, he's great. I love him. He's such a good guy. Whoa. Totally turned that around, right? Well, Damn. he got he he always texts me. He always Snapchats me, and I never answer it. So finally, like, this is just recently, he Snapchatted me uh, like a month ago, and I was like, if I, you know, remember correctly, you told me I was, you told my friend I was too fat for you. Yeah. And he's like, you must hate me now, huh? And I was like, a little bit. And I'm like, no, you know what? I don't hate you. I just... I don't know how you would expect me to see you yeah. knowing in the back of my mind you think I'm fat. Like, you're not attracted to me then. You just want a blowjob yeah. at that point. And I don't want to That's I don't want to be near people who don't want to be near me. 100%. So, List Crawler goes down two days ago. We're back at List Crawler. Yeah. And I get a text message from this guy. He's still in my contact Same list. Same dude. Same dude. Same dude. After I blocked him from Snapchat, posted him to Twitter, I blasted him on, on sites, everything, right? Like, yeah. everywhere. He, he contacts me and apparently thinks I'm desperate because um, with the list crawler site being gone, you know, now like, with list what, crawler being gone, I have to see him What now. are you going to do? I must see yeah. him. Let me know when you're back in Joliet so that you can, so, you know, so, so we can see each other now that list crawler's down. These people don't realize that I have built a pro portfolio, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like client list that I don't need to really post anymore. So. Fuck that dude. Yeah, a little bit, you know. It's just one of those kind of things. Like I don't I don't want to see people like that anymore. Yeah. They'll still try. They're sex vampires, what I call them. Sex vampires. Demon sex vampires. They are. Like like succubus kind of. God. Yes. <laughs> How totally was... in a weird shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
How is it like networking in uh, the sex work community? And like you had said, you had a duo's partner. How is it? How how hard is it? Like I hate duo's partners now. Yeah. Like I only do duos if you are legit a professional. You're on my level. You've got a Twitter, or a website, something, OnlyFans, something legit out there that I know that you've done this longer than two months because yeah. I've helped too many people who were new to this that have rode my coattails, who are still riding my coattails who are still name dropping me to get clients and I just, I've disassociated from them. So now it's like if a client asks, Oh, Hey, would you do a duo with this girl in Atlanta or that girl in Chicago? Then I'm, I'm super down for it. Yeah. How hard is it growing in the industry? I know you said you rebranded. It's kind of like to like change your business model. How is it? How is rebranding and like growing and almost like leveling up? How so? I tried it a few times, yeah. and I, this is probably my third time rebranding. Um, for a long time there, I was just like run of the mill. I kind of felt like lower scale girl for a while. Um, when Backpage was around, because um, that was all I used as my crutch. Yeah. Then once they took it down, it kind of forced me to think outside the box. Therefore, I had to rebrand, and I only did like I raised my rates a little bit. So I rebranded that way. Now I've only slightly raised my rates a bit, but the whole rebranding is like change of attitude. Like, okay. I just don't put up with bullshit anymore. Fuck yeah. If somebody texts me and says, Hey, are, 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 are you available? I don't even open that text message. No, it's there's, if you can't message me normally, hi, my name is such and such. I saw you on this site or God you're damn, beautiful. I, like I say that every fuck. it's not that fucking hard. It's not hard. It's <laughs> talk to a woman and it's, it's chivalry is dead. Manners are gone and gentlemen rarely exist anymore. But that? I have one in front of me. You hear that, dudes? Uh, there is a gentleman <laughs> right across from me. <laughs> he has a podcast. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Uh, like, if you could give us a five-star review, that'd be beautiful. How y'all doing out there? Five-star reviews, please. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was talking, like, ask people about, like, references. Yes. Uh, in the screening process, right? A lot of, like... It varies from person to person. Some people might want references. Some people want, like, personal, like, IDs, LinkedIn, whatever somebody wants. Ooh, yeah, I'm how, definitely an ID person. Yeah. Super ID person. How do you feel about, how are references? Do you use references for people ever? I've never had a problem. References, I know some girls have had problems where, like, the girl lied or whatever or yeah. got paid by the guy and they never met them. Um, I've never had an issue. I only require one reference. Okay. But if that girl isn't legit enough... For me, I will require you to send real-time info. Like, a, I, you know, an ID with certain information blacked out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How few, How willing do you feel like people are to give up personal, like, give up personal info? So, the guys that really want to see you, yeah. they'll just send it right away before you even ask. They'll, they'll, they'll send the face pictures. They'll send LinkedIn. They'll, they'll send whatever. It, yeah. It's the guys that... They didn't do their homework. They don't know if I'm legit. Well, why would you even try talking to me if you don't know I'm legit? Yeah. Well, you know, like, so now I'm like, are you legit? Yeah. Now I'm creeped out. Are you a cop? <laughs> like, let me send your ID. You know, oh, you don't want to send me an ID? Yep. Sorry. We're not going to further this conversation. I'll be like, I got to maintain my fucking safety. I don't know Thank who the you. fuck you are. What the fuck are we doing here, dog? It's gotten a lot easier over the last year and a half with, with people sending IDs. And I think that's because a lot more girls... Have been requiring yeah. real time identification, you know, verification. So that makes sense. More dudes are like, "Oh yeah, I, here's he start started saved in my phone. Here you go. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I took this picture and uh, here you go. 
It's been six months, but my address has not changed. It's still the same. And my picture's the same, the same, too. <laughs> Here you go. Let's have it. Let's meet up. <laughs> How, oh, fucking. We're living, uh, we're living, I guess, in a uh, pandemic right now. Oh, are we? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> are we? I don't, I, I don't adhere to it unless I'm forced to wear a damn mask. As you're, Which, uh, if no one tells me to wear a mask, I don't wear the mask. Yeah. And people are going to probably dog me and hate me for that, and I don't even care right now. Hey, listeners, we don't give a fuck! We don't. Um, it's a hoax. Has your, uh, it's a okay. <laughs> it's real. I believe the virus is real. People are getting sick. It's real, but there's too many positive testings. They're all 100% positive recently in Florida. Bullshit. All, all, everybody that came in tested positive. Everybody. The question is, if COVID isn't real, is my grandma real? Well, <laughs> well, I mean, COVID's real. Like I said, it, it's real. But I believe the numbers are highly inflated okay. for media spectacular, you know, to make it more spectacular than what it is. I mean, once we had a, it was like COVID was seriously, uh, it was a huge thing. It and was for a while there. And then we got the George Floyd. George and Floyd getting murdered. Then all of a sudden Black Lives Breonna Matter Taylor, and, and everything was like, went crazy. And now it's COVID again. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, we they can't have both. Apparently, they can't both. America in the can't focus on one. You notice media that we have story. ADD. We, we just can't focus need to on pop some Ritalin in the water supply, and we're good. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like this. Yeah, twenty-four hour news cycle makes it so we gotta have new shit happening all the time, or else I people stopped might watching stop. the news. Yeah. I only get all my stuff I get from Twitter nowadays. Okay, literally, like Twitter is the best. <laughs> there's so many sides to Twitter. It's so faceted. It's multifaceted. Like there's librarian Twitter. Did you know about that? Librarian, librarian Twitter is lit. Like, they're angry and they fight with each other and they're like, you don't know shit about history. And this person's like, you don't know fucking shit about history. And I love, there's I like this know. guy called the Angry li- uh, uh, the angry Librarian. He's hilarious. But okay. like, that's just my little nerd side coming out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there's like porn Twitter. There's like. Oh, porn Twitter. There's I'm political d- Twitter, which I try to stay away from. I'm on, you know, we're, we're, we're part of the porn Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You got the woke Twitter. There's. Nah. Oh, yeah. You got the Hollywood Twitter. There's a whole lot of kind like different Twitter out there. Yeah, it's a, it's a Twitter. Jungle All of a sudden, you there. you follow the wrong person. Your whole algorithm changes. I'm like, ah, I don't want to <laughs> see this. I don't want to. They see you know you got dick and balls everywhere because you liked Ginger's post about conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> I will open up my phone and like that's a butthole. Okay. Uh, oh hey, I'm sitting next to somebody. At Chick-fil-A right now. I was on the plane and I was sitting next to like this 19-year-old kid and oh my God, for the whole hour and a half of the flight, he was super uncomfortable and I couldn't understand why and then I realized that I was on Twitter the whole time oh God. and it was just dicks and assholes and lips and vaginas and I'm just like, <laughs> blah, 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 retweeting. <laughs> it's real. It's <laughs> Fuck yeah. Is, uh... I know we will, oh, I mentioned, like, we kind of talked before about, like, dating and stuff. How is, uh, dating, companionship, how's, uh... Yikes. Yeah. One word sums it up. Yikes. YOLO. YOLO. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so dating, being a companion is super fucking weird because I don't know if I'm supposed to tell them up front that I'm a sex worker and then... I don't say I'm a sex worker, by the way. I say that I'm an adult entertainer. Ooh, nice. It's it's very... They don't... They they have to guess. You know, yeah. is she a stripper? Yeah. Is she a porn star? Nobody ever thinks escort, you know? Yeah. They never get to that far. Some people do, though. Um, is she a dom? You know, what is she? So, I don't know if I'm supposed to put that in my ads, but I do. Yeah. I always put 
I'm an adult entertainer. What apps are you using? What apps? Oh, so Tinder blocked me. Tinder blocked you? I wasn't even on there for like trying to advertise my links or anything. I was yeah. literally on there for dating, but I think people recognized me and they thought I was trying to spam people. Oh, shit. So they reported me. But I'm on the Facebook dating app. Oh, shit. I'm on that damn Meet Me. It's that one's a cesspool. It's so weird. It's like Twitter and Facebook and Tinder all combined into one. Yeah. So weird. And then I'm on Plenty of Fish, which that's a cesspool. Really? That is a cesspool of radiation. Radioactive fish at your fingertips. Damn. Plenty of Fish. Hey, listeners, let us know how you, let us know how you feel about Plenty Please of Fish. Please let me know how you feel about Plenty of Fish because I have been on that site for years and it's just it's just a fuck fest. Yeah. There's no point in trying to meet somebody on that site. <laughs> how have people responded when you tell them what you do? Um, It's always... First intrigue, it's yeah. never, it's never. oh, I don't want to talk to you because they're guys, you know. First it's intrigue, and then when they realize that they can't get me to come over to their house for free. Yeah. Or that I want to date, which which entails I'm not fucking you on the first date. Yeah. Uh, they don't want to talk to me anymore after that. Really? Yeah. So a lot, a lot of them are insecure. Or here's the biggest one. I date them for a while, and then all of a sudden they've got a problem with what I do. Yeah. Bro, you knew what I did before we started this, so... You know what was You're up. insecure with your manhood is what it is, in my opinion. It's just, I mean, props to the men who do date sex workers. Like, props. I give them mad props. That's awesome. You guys are one in a million. That's fucking amazing. And... I was in a relationship. It was good. But you were, and you were okay with it, right? No, it was dope. It was great. It was dope. See, like, as long as, I mean, his boundaries are set, like, if the man doesn't want to hear about it, that's fine. Cool. I won't need to talk to you about my work. That's what my girlfriend's for. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even, like, it, it wasn't a thing, because I knew, like, it's a, jo- like, it's a job. It's a job. What we have is a special thing, and it, it doesn't. It is. And that's what guys that's side... don't understand. And I'm like, you having sex with somebody else is not, it's not a, th- I don't fucking. It's not the same. It's not a thing. Like, like if me and you were to have sex, it would be more of a it's almost like guys when guys try to tell women when they cheat well i wasn't cheating with love i didn't make love to her i get that i totally understand what that means now because i'm not making love to my my clients that's not what it is is it still intimate yes am i still passionate yes but there's just that Something where yeah. if you love somebody, they can open up realms of you you've never known before. It's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's yeah. the best feeling ever. Yeah, and I think it's. And I live for that feeling. I I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm a hopeless romantic, and at the same time, I'm from Chicago, and I'll stab you. So <laughs> <laughs> I got that dirty, gritty, you know, girl. In sometimes me. you got to stab somebody. Though. You sometimes got to boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries exist for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Some people would come off and be like, this bitch is crazy. God, I just want to fuck her now even more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, her with the knife? I'm, I'm like, I'm really liking this. <laughs> Getting a little dom in there, you know? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you ever experience like burnout with a job at all? Yes. Totally. All the time. All yeah. the time. And that's part of the rebranding, why I had to rebrand. Um, I was very high volume at one point. I would see up to, if it called for it, if, if that many people came through, six people in a day. But I was also lower rated priced. So I was, I make the same amount of money now in a day by seeing less people, which yeah. is the whole point of the industry. And I did that by rebranding. Fuck yeah. 
What helps with burnout, you think? Self-care. Self-care a lot because a lot of girls in this industry, I'm not going to say that, okay? Me, personally, I suffer with bipolar. Okay. So I have, like, anxiety and I get depression. And I literally just recently cut my hair and I haven't cut it in three years. Three years. How you know, long was it? It was really long. It was, like, it was down to my ass. Oh, shit, it was, like, down, I cut, like, this much off. Oh, fuck. Probably huh? a good six inches off. Um, I... I suffer with depression. So you don't, people don't realize, oh, she's so happy. How could she ever be depressed? But then you realize you don't cut your hair for three years. You don't realize that's completely a symptom of depression. And it was a part of burnout. So I had to take like two or three days off and I went to the salon, did the whole mud thing, you know, just, just hang out with my friends, just help myself not yeah. burn out anymore. Does it help being able to like, do you like talk to people about like work or like talk about people where you're going? Like are you able to vent to people? I don't really have many people to? who okay. I can talk to about it. My sister, she's one of them. She's just, she's, she's my, my sister. She's a, she's a cam girl. Oh, nice. She does videos and stuff like that. Uh, she's hot housewife. Nice. I talk to her cause she kind of knows cause she's on Twitter and stuff, but oh, fuck yeah. she doesn't really know. She's not a full service. She doesn't know what it takes, the mental exertion it takes to see people in a day. I think that a lot of people, like, when, from the outside, you're like, this, it seems like the physical labor of the job would be high. They think it's so easy, too. Yeah. Oh, you're just having sex. That's the emo- not The emotional it. side to it is fucking so If heavy. I don't feel good that day, but somebody already paid me, I have to suck it up and just all of a sudden be ginger and my problems that were going on, it could be astronomical problems, don't mean shit for that hour or two or three or four that I'm with somebody. Yeah. So you have to completely put your light, you have to switch it on and off. And it takes a strong person 100%. to be able to do this. Fuck, it's it's so much fucking work. It's, it's... It is. It's a lot of work. Marketing and everything. And I sit on my phone for hours at a time. And I've, I've had boyfriends... We're always on your goddamn phone. I know. I'm, I'm like, so yo, I, 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 I like understand. Like, yo, you gotta do what the fuck you gotta do. But then like, I can sit and make like a hundred to two hundred dollars just sitting on my phone and not yeah, doing and not doing literally. anything in a day. So yeah. that's more than people make going to work. Yeah. So yeah, don't complain when I'm on my phone, guys. You ever date me? That's really like I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm you fucking gotta, working. I'm like, yo, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yo, do you? Like, yeah. Like, I'll tag you in Twitter. <laughs> I'll still protect you. Hey, it's my boo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, in a session, right, do you feel any pressure at all to live up to clients' expectations? Only when they're hot. Only when they're hot. Only when they're hot. And I never, ever, I don't, okay, so here's another thing. So when they're hot, I see less hot guys. And it's not that less hot guys want to see me. I have a plethora of men that want to see me. Really hot guys actually come to see me. It's strikingly weird in my opinion. But I choose not to see them because... I will trip up over myself. All of a sudden, I'm not ginger anymore. I'm that fucking 16-year-old schoolgirl from high school. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm fangirling out over here. (laughs) And then I just get so stupid and I'm, like, airheady that, yeah, like, I feel way less pressure with people when they're my level. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, If I feel like they're the same as me, the same number, grade range. I get that, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, if I'm fucking a 10, I'm like, hey. If I'm fucking a 10, I'm like freaking the fuck out. Like, I'm only six, I'm only six, I'm only six, what's going on? (laughs) Come on, blue shoes. Come on, blue shoes. Come on, blue shoes. (laughs) Make that dick strong, please. Exactly. Uh, Tongue work. Don't get tired. The London that could. (laughs) And he would. (laughs) Goddamn right he would. He was, uh... (laughs) Do, uh... Oh, fucking... 
how do you feel about review websites? Oh, that's a that's a that's a, that's a hot topic you're hitting on right there. A lot yeah. of girls hate them, and they bash T E R, and they bash Erotic Monkey, and they bash Etsy or Eki or E. I don't know what the fuck you guys say that E C C I E. We'll just spell it, okay? I love them. Yeah. As somebody who is marginalized, I'm a big girl, so I'm not blonde, petite, big boobs. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm marginalized still, so. Yeah. I prefer the reviews. I don't like the weird ones that yeah. they're all lies. There's so many of them are just super exaggerated. Half the shit, it's like, I don't even do reverse cowgirl, so I know that motherfucker's lying on yeah. me. You know, but um, at the same time, after you amass so many over so many years, it is a good way for gentlemen who travel throughout the country to be like, oh, she's legit. Cool. Yeah, like it, they don't even have to read them. They just see that I've got like hundred plus reviews, and they're like, "Oh, I'll I'll go see her." Yeah, it, it's good for traveling girls. Like legitimizes you feel yes. like it helps legitimize totally. you. And I'm wanting to move into where I just put reviews on my personal website. Oh, okay, I've nice. seen that, and I thought that was actually kind of cool. Yeah, I've seen that for sure too. Yeah, or like even just like testimonial, like yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, same thing. Like leave me a review, like just like Yelp. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No explicit, just Yelp. Yeah. yeah. Just, she was cool. She's yeah. legit. She's a stoner. See, that's a good <laughs> review right there. Right? Like, I go see somebody and that said that. <laughs> Do you feel like your views on sex or sexuality have changed since starting? Oh, yeah. How yeah. So? My reviews on men and cheating and sex out here have totally changed. It's um, yeah. all men cheat. All men cheat? Or want to. Okay. Um, not saying they will. It, it's it's all about if you're gonna react on that impulse or not. But it's just nature to spread your seed. It's it's in you from instinct, from the dawn of time, from Monog- man. For monogamy's a great, monogamy's a wild thing. It is a wild thing. It's 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 very um, self control. You have to have a lot of self control to be monogamous. It's easier for women. I don't know why. Don't know why it's easier for women to be monogamous than men. In my personal opinion, okay. I don't know. If that's statistically true or not, but in my personal opinion, it's way easier for me to be monogamous than it was for any man that I've ever fucking dated. So, <laughs> um, I get that you have to keep your husband or boyfriend satisfied. And I'm not saying force yourself to have sex with them. I'm not saying do something you don't want to do. I'm saying if he's in the butt sex and you're not, let him play around down there. You don't have to put it in. Let him get his little kink out for a few seconds. It's not going to hurt. Maybe you have something you like that you don't know about. Yeah. Be open. Don't be scared to talk about it. If they're not into that, they're not into it. Cool. Move on. And I understand people who have kinks that really do want to focus on that kink. And then they seek out girls like me. And I think it's almost like sex therapy. Yeah, for sure. You, I have a gentleman. We will, we will refrain from names, but I have a gentleman that... Um, Sees me for things that I have friends that he's dated. They have never once mentioned that that is what he was into. Yeah. He specifically sees me for a specific thing. And over seven years it's happened. Oh, so sure. it's, it, it's clearly he sees me. I feel like it's a, a doctor patient confidentiality. Yeah. 
So I would never tell that girl that secret because clearly he's coming to me for that thing because other girls he's told it about weren't really into it. Yeah. And you want that release somehow. It's not often he sees me. It's like maybe once every couple of years, but and, it's still. And you provide there. this safe space where it's like, it's just, it's this thing where and we're just doing this thing shot. together and it's like. Yeah. Why can't we just do this thing? You know? And it's totally like, that's why Stormy Daniels kind of pissed me off the whole thing with her. Like a lot of girls, I, I am not. The popular opinion um, with girls in the industry. I hate Stormy Daniels. Really? I'm sorry, but she did not do her fucking job. Your job is to shut your goddamn mouth. Your job is to be quiet. They, We are paid to be quiet for them to go home and no strings attached, basically. She opened her mouth and broke the cardinal rule. She yapped her jaw to everybody. Why? Because he was going to be president? That's no reason to do that. You're trash, in my opinion. Like, I look at her, and I'm Damn. like, you're disgusting. Like, that's just... You broke that one rule, and that was that. You kept... Damn. Confidentiality agreement. You never kiss and tell. Oh, I guess I never thought of it like that. Yeah, that's the only thing... I, I, I love her for everything else. For empowering women and girls and sex ad, you know, advocacy and all that. Just that one cardinal rule. I can't be mad at President Trump for going and hating on sex workers after she went and yabbed her mouth like that. Like... At the same time, if I were him, I'd be a little pissed at sex workers, too, because of this bitch. Like, that's just kind of how I feel about that. I mean, but fuck him for taking on my ad sites, too. <laughs> Fasta Sesta, he'd be like, hey, sorry, I've just got, I just got to let it. Hey, let's and this. that's why those ads got taken out recently, the list crawler and that. And Skip the Games is down right now, too. I saw Skip the Games was yes. down, yeah. I posted last night. Can't post this morning. Damn. But that's why they're down, because they did a bipartisan bill recently, and they pushed it to, to take down more ad sites. Shit. And Skip the Games requires photo identification now, so oh. I don't know why that one's down. Damn. I want, yeah. Maybe they just didn't do it quick enough. Yeah. You know, they were like, they were too far into the game to do it quick <laughs> enough. <laughs> do you feel like the perception of yourself has changed since starting? Yeah. How so? Oh, yeah. I, I was very meek and low self-esteem, and I was the fat girl. You know, I was just how I perceived myself, and now I'm... I'm the big girl. There's a big difference. There's, yeah. there's a difference in words when there's a reason why there is a thesaurus and why different words are for the same meaning for the same thing. Same meaning for, for the same word, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, big is different than fat. Yeah. Sounds totally different. You know what I mean? So it's all about wording yourself and how I see myself has changed. Like I, so many people have called me beautiful that yeah. I now believe it. Because I grew up in a society that didn't call me beautiful. Red frizzly hair braces. I'm five foot seven with boobs in the fifth grade. You know what I mean? It's just, it's it was awkward. And the whole like I will say this: South Park really fucked up the game for redheads. They fucking hate redheads, and I love them for that though. <laughs> I, I absolutely love watching the redhead yeah. episodes of South Park. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're the only group that you can really. But there's shit a lot on. of ugly redheads though. There is, and I'm not gonna lie. Like I will say, that I, I like I've always been a fan of redheads. I like yes. redheads. You know. Redhead guys are ugly. That's what it is. There's it a lot is of the redhead dudes. dudes that are ugly. It's the, the girls are always kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah. But the dudes are like, hey. <laughs> Good thing I wasn't born a man. Don't have a soul. <laughs> You're going to hell. Yeah, see all these freckles? These are all the souls I've stolen over the yeah. years. <laughs> Everyone's like, are it's you like a natural redhead? And it's like, my eyebrows are white. I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, <laughs> my eyelashes are red. I don't have a soul. Yeah, so. I have no souls. <laughs> And that was the whole thing about the Little Mermaid. They were like yelling about like people were bitching about her color and everything. And I was like, yeah. well, technically, mermaids don't have souls. Therefore, 
she's a redhead. Yeah. <laughs> she has to be a redhead. She's got to be a redhead. So they were right at the aerial thing, you know, with the red hair. And they, they got that on the money. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what uh, what would you tell somebody who is like wants to get into escorting? Like, for the first, like give any oh. advice for anybody? If you weren't a hoe in your life already, yeah. you ain't going to be a successful hoe in this career and I only say that because like I tell people before I started this I had sex with a lot of people like that was just my thing yeah. maybe I had daddy issues I don't know yeah. maybe I did I don't know maybe I do who knows I'm okay with it yeah. but I am a sexual person I like having sex I can have sex two or three times a day if if, if I'm really in the mood it could be more yeah. I could not have sex for a week you know it just depends but I will have sex within that week though I'm just <laughs> <laughs> If I really sex? wanted to, though, you know, I wouldn't. But For the I, record, I, sex will be <laughs> Yes. I recommend that if you aren't a sexual person already with pushing your limits, don't get into this business thinking you're going to do very good right off the bat. You're going to have to find your niche. Yeah. Niche, niche, whatever the hell it's called. I heard someone once say Nietzsche. Niche, is that what it is? No, they, they pronounce it wrong. See, I it's, thought it was it's, niche. It's niche. It's niche. Niche. Nick. Nick. Wow. It's Nitchy. like, what do you mean you say it so much? It's, you're I'm, like, I forgot. I'm high. Now it's like even... DJ and like Roseanne D. N I C H E. <laughs> Listeners, however the fuck you say that. I say niche. Niche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with niche. You know okay. I mean? Niche is good. Yeah, that feels good. So. I like that. Officially niche. We're going to title this niche. Ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's like, your niche? I like, <laughs> I like the episode title to pop, but I feel like that's really, that's a good title. What'd you say? I like the episode title to pop. Yeah. I like that title. But we'll, we'll see. You know, I gotta, I gotta go back and listen. No, you don't have to. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just being totally stoned, yeah. buddy. Oh, this is good. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what about, what would you tell somebody who wants to see uh, an escort for the first time? Like a client, like for Read her website. Yeah. Read her Twitter. If she doesn't have a website, look at her Twitter. If you can't find her links, it's on her Twitter somewhere. Yeah. If she doesn't have a Twitter, it's on her ad somewhere. Yeah. Just be polite and treat us like ladies. Don't treat us like possessions or objects. Yeah. I f- like, treat us like a lady. Literally. Yeah. Hi. How you doing, miss? Ma'am? Ma'am goes a long way. You call me ma'am? Yes, sir. You are a you person. You get the sir back. You are a person. I am a person. <laughs> Treat me as one. And a lot of people, after they come and see me, they're very, I really like seeing you. You're very warm and comforting being around. And and I just, I don't get that because I'm just me. Like, I don't have two personas. Like, Ginger is the same as me. Yeah. You know, I am who I am. Uh, She's just my sexual me. Does that make sense? Yeah. She's, She's my sexual side coming out a little more fierce. Yeah. You know, but that she's still in there when I go on my dates. She's still in she's, there when I go to school. Hell yeah. She's there. <laughs> Fuck yeah. What, uh, what, oh, where do you uh, see yourself in like five years? I know you said you're in school right now. You, uh. Five years. Five years. I long time. I am hoping to be in law school. Like huh. in law school. I want to be, yeah, John Hopkins School of Law, I believe is what I was looking at. Oh, Fuck. Is there anything you want to do with uh, law? Or what yeah, I want to be an advocate for sex workers. I've seen too many bitches. I hate to say that. I'm a girl. This is what I do. Too many girls and females get caught up in the system and being poor. And not even being poor. So the old adage is that hookers are poor, right? You just think we're all poor. So they get caught up in the system and they don't have lawyers. And they get railroaded. It happened to me. Yeah. I've been arrested. I've been railroaded. I sat for jail for three fucking weeks on a traffic warrant. 
because I didn't have a lawyer. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. On on a whole, there was no bond, no nothing for a fucking traffic ticket for driving no, with, with, with no license. It was because they picked me up for escorting. That yeah. was the whole thing. So had I had a lawyer, yeah. I would have walked right out of there. You know, and there's a lot of girls who can't afford lawyers. And I literally want to be the one to, like, go through the court, the Chicago court listings to see the girls that got picked up for that. And I will go up to them and be, like, pro bono, 100% just for them. Like, have other things I do that aren't pro bono. Yeah. But for them, totally pro bono. Work for Swap, maybe, you know? Oh, fuck yeah. Be listed on there. Hell yeah. Be kind of cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. How long long do you have left uh, in... What you're doing now? No, oh, I just restarted again. Like, okay. I did. I I did a year and a half in college in 2011 before I started doing this. Right before I started doing this, and then took eight years off, kind of just like trying to find myself. Yeah. Realized I still want to do the same thing I wanted to do then. That's awesome knowing that you want to do that. Yeah, I never changed. I I've always wanted to be an archaeologist. So that okay. was like, if I never did this in my life, I would have been an archaeologist or like a historian. I want to be an ancient aliens and drunk history. It sounds so stupid, but these are life goals of mine, people. Like, I'm a little bit vain, and I kind of want to see myself on TV next to George, you know, Sakalos. Like, it's the aliens. The fucking aliens. <laughs> I want my hair crazy, you know. I want to show them little fragments of pieces of rock I found from alien spaceships. I want to be on drunk history, drunk talking about, you know, like, Roe versus Wade and all this crazy shit. Drunk history is pretty good. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah. They don't have any, they don't have enough cool comedian, like, they have a lot of, like, known more comedians. They need to get a little more underground, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Bring more people up. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, I like that they do the the stars sometimes. Like, Padgett Brewster, she's hilarious on there. Yeah. But then, yeah, more people would be better. Yeah. I gotta bring the people up. There's way more history that they can talk about, and they don't, and I'm like, come on. Yeah. Are you, are you a comedy fan at all? Love comedy. Like. Yeah. Do you have a favorite like stand-up comedian? You know, Melissa McCarthy is my favorite comedian. I feel like I've that's crazy. I don't feel like I've never heard her stand up. She, I've never heard her stand up. I've never. She's not. I don't think she is. Does stand-up. she do stand up? Like, um, I don't think she does. She's, her physical comedy is so good, though. Just oh, like her. I just want to be in a room with her for like ten minutes, and I think we would just make each other laugh off the walls and piss our pants. Like, I absolutely adore her. She is one person I completely look up to, and she's from Chicago. Did you know that? Oh, really? She's Jenny McCarthy's cousin. Oh shit! Yeah, I feel like the last movie I saw her in was her and Sandra Bullock, like the Heat the or heat. something. Where that they're is like, so funny, and her cops. and her fucking her uh, her goddamn brother's like, are you are you not a knock? <laughs> and he, she's like, I'm sorry, what a knock? A knock? A knock? A, a knock? A knock? A knock. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> it's so Boston that movie yeah. is. <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty funny. No, the last one I saw her in was Life of the Party. I just watched it last night, actually. And okay. It's funny because it's set in Illinois. It's set in DeKalb. Oh, shit. Okay. And she's she's like this like total frumpy house mom who's like 42, right? Yeah. And her daughter is like 18 going to college and her husband leaves her. So she's like, fuck that shit. I'm going to college too. Yeah. So she goes to college and like they like totally turn her and she's like amazing in the life of the party. And she hooks up with this like... 20-year-old hot guy, and it's just great. I love that movie. I'm about to watch it. I'm show. totally like, this is me. Like, she's my spirit comedian. Damn. <laughs> You're luckier in Chicago, because Chicago has, like, some of the best, like, comedy spots. 
I know, and I never get a chance to go to them. I need more people to take me to comedy spots. I should advertise that more. So you got like comedy bar, then you got like the laugh Love factory. to laugh. You got me laughing so hard, my cheeks hurt right now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Zany's is one of the best clubs in the country. It is. I saw Polly Shore there. How he's is, not good. He's not good? No. He's a druggie now. I Poor saw, guy. <laughs> I saw him at the comedy store and... His whole thing was like... Uh, I was like forced comedy, it felt like. My life has been a two-drink minimum. Did he say that? Yes. Yes, he did say that. It was, <laughs> and it, it, it wasn't funny. It is true, though. If you know, because his mom owned the comedy store. Like, started the yep. comedy store. I'm she sure did. He, I'm sure he says that, probably. Yep. <laughs> he, he has to let it be known. You yeah. know. <laughs> I did like... I did like... Biodome, apparently, is one of the like worst movies in history, but I like it. I like Biodome. Are you serious? That's like my favorite movie. Okay, like so Biodome. Biodome, In the Army Now, and Son-in-Law, and Encino Man are oh, my nice. favorite Pauly Shore movies. <laughs> and then Brendan Fraser. Poor Brendan Fraser. Poor yeah. Brendan Fraser. Tar- he was great in that movie, though, as Encino Man. Tarzan happened, and then it was like, well... No, right. it was... He got blacklisted. Conspiracy Ugh. theory alert, guys. Just letting everybody know. Brendan Fraser has been blackballed from Hollywood because some director um, on the Mummy movies... That's why he's not in the new ones. That's why Tom Cruise is. Oh, Tom Cruise. Um, they... He was molested. Like, this guy was messed up and started, like, grabbing on him and touching him. And... And he said something about it? And he it? was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not I'm not going to have sex with you. I'm not gay. And he's like, you're never going to work in Hollywood again. And guess who's never worked in Hollywood again? He he like rents an apartment. And he's like $240,000 in debt. Brendan Fraser. Damn. Like, George of the Jungle is in fucking debt. <laughs> man, well. Makes you wonder. He makes you think things like, man, those Me Too movements, something's seriously going to miss, you know? God. The whole Hollywood shit. I guess it makes me think because I'm like I want to make it in uh, make it in comedy and shows. Do you want to be raped? Am, you I gonna, just... am I gonna have to f- <laughs> fucking do? That's terrible. It's like will you will you or will you not suck a dick? This is the question, people. I would. I'm not gonna lie. I'd Marilyn Monroe that shit and suck some dick all the way up to the president. Everybody plays the game. Would you suck a dick for a million dollars? Would, would you do all this? Sh- I'm like you could give me a thousand circumstances. You know, hey. It depends. Am I homeless? Am I on the street? Am I hungry? What's what? What, what are we talking here? <laughs> yeah, I could buy all the lasagna I want with that million dollars. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know how many enchiladas I can buy with a million dollars? Oh my god, enchiladas I'll... sound fire. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a love Mexican food. That's, That's my, my stoner moment now. Yeah, enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> I want a michelada and some enchiladas. A what? A michelada. A michelada. A michelada. You don't know what a michelada is? No. Oh my god, what? No. It's like it's like this beer and. It's gross, but people drink it and okay. they like shrimp. It's kind of like it's kind of like a Bloody Mary, but Mexican style. Okay. Instead of vodka, they pour beer in it with clamato. Oh, okay. I think I've seen this before. And you just throw big giant prawns in it, okay. and like green onions, and I just I just kind of like dip my prawns and eat them, and yeah. it's a total Mexican thing in Chicago. <laughs> Interesting. Do they have Mexican corn here in Atlanta? I'm not sure. Oh, is that a Chicago thing? They probably have to have it. So it's like this corn on the cob, yeah. all right? And they slather it with mayonnaise and butter. And then they pour, like, cayenne pepper all over it. Okay. Maybe not cayenne. It's like red pepper. But, yeah, they pour, like, hot pepper all over it. Really? And it's delicious. And I've only seen it in Chicago, and I can't find it anywhere else in the country. What's it called again? An elote. Elote? Yeah. Mexican corn. Or Mexican corn. We get, I'm sure there's some. You and know. they put cojita cheese on it. It's so good. Damn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna when I leave here. I'm gonna Google. No, I'm gonna Google it too. We'll like, Google where the hell's Mexican corn at in Atlanta? <laughs> I'll drive up to 45 minutes. 
Would oh you? my god, would you really? Probably. That's like Harold and Kumar trying to find a White Castle. Yeah. When yeah. I lived in Raleigh... James I, trying I, to find <laughs> some Mexican corn. <laughs> when I lived in Raleigh, I'd drive to D.C. literally to go to a Mexican restaurant. How far is D.C. from Raleigh? Four hours. Oh, well, really? You would drive four hours? Yeah. I hope you'd see a girl while you were there. Shit. Make her I have not seen, I've never seen anybody <gasps> in D.C. Have you ever seen anybody at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait, are you like a virgin of this? I'm like, this is so cool. In, okay. D- in D.C., I've, I've not seen anybody in D.C. I, I want to. I know a bunch of girls in D.C. Let me know. Oh, yeah. Your friends. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the hookup. You're welcome. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like it. Uh, I appreciate you being on the podcast. Been, Thank you. I appreciate awesome. you having me. This is actually cool that you do this because not many people get to hear who we are, really. Like... I feel, I they mean, see us, but they don't see us. Yeah, if that makes sense. I appreciate you doing this. Like, if just you, like, I like you're willing to give up like safety. Like, you're telling about your fucking self and like, like telling your story. And I fucking I appreciate that shit. You don't have to fucking do it. I am me. I feel like, and here's the thing about the safety. A lot of girls are always like, "Oh my god, aren't aren't you afraid of weirdos or like stalkers and shit like that?" I'm a really independent kind of like in your face kind of chick like I'm meek and I'm quiet but at the same time I'm loud and I'm brash and I can tell people like within texting so many times if you're a weirdo or not you know and I've never ever been in an unsafe situation uh I've been more unsafe walking down the streets of Chicago and had a gun pointed at me and in Joliet Illinois with a gun pointed at me you know where I you know work at and stuff than I ever have in this business yeah. And that was even before I started doing references. I just started doing that in the past year and a half. Oh, shit. Okay. So I really just like, if you texted me and depending on how you talked to me was if I saw you or not. Oh, okay. It was super fucked up. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I won't even lie. Like I, I was like, how did I get through four years of life like that? Yeah, I know people that do that, and it's like, it works for them. It like, did. They can, they can get the vibe off people. and they, I totally vibed off people. It's like, I don't know who you are, you don't know who I am, we're still doing this thing, but I'm getting the vibe off this phone call we have. I can't even do the phone call. I never talk over the phone. Okay. Never. Freaks me out. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't want to hear their voice, because yeah. then it's like, what if their voice is creepy, and I'm yeah. like, I don't want to see that dude. Well, <laughs> hello, Ginger. You're right, or it's not like Howard the Duck. <laughs> my voice is my voice. I really like you a lot. I heard you on the podcast. I've seen a lot. I've, I've actually seen, like a lot of people reach out to me that have been on the podcast and be like, "Yo, I've had multiple people that are, like listen to the podcast or like, and then they booked me through the." I'm like, "This is amazing! Like, it's crazy! Like, just like like here, for comedian, like for comedy stuff." No, no, no. Like, like, I guess I've had like sex worker guests. I've had on. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, like it's almost like fans. Like, I like that. No, totally. Like, like, you should have fans. Yeah, you should have fans. Like, why not? Like, you're you're doing a service to us. You're funny. Well, no, I mean, like, like. You like you like people hit you up and be like oh my god I heard you I'm a, I'm a fan now after hearing you on this podcast so it's that's awesome oh no it's cool that's really cool though yeah. I don't market the hell out of this too just because I can well, I appreciate it you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> fuck it Ginger I appreciate you coming to the podcast this has been great we need to get them socials though where can uh, where can the people find you online oh Twitter oh, oh Twitter yeah I'm on Twitter at Ginger Wilds that's Wilds with a W I L D E S Okay, Ginger Wilds on Twitter. Fuck yeah. 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 Snapchat, Ginger Rose 85. Ginger Rose 85. OnlyFans, dash Ginger Rose 85. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Gotta throw in my birth year. I'm 34. Hell yeah. yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, but okay. <laughs> I realize I'm, I'm 30, right? And I'm like, 
Nothing matters. It doesn't, it doesn't bother you when you're 30. It doesn't bother you when you're 31 or 32. You hit 33 and you're like, oh shit. Because then it's like, oh, I'm mid-30s. Oh, I'm in my mid-30s now. Then you're 34 and you're starting to get that Harry versus Sally moment. And I never got that until now. And I'm like, <gasps> but I'm like a fine wine. Yeah. Um, I literally have aged so much and better throughout the years that people are still like, I, I get carded still. So it's kind of great. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's... <laughs> That's awesome. Gotta have the baby face, you yeah. know? We love the baby faces. You got one, too. Listen, you know, yeah, like a little cheeky cheek. Yeah. This face is cute as hell, goddamn. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> You'll see lots more of this face. But uh, Ginger, I appreciate you coming to the podcast. This has been awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah. Listeners, we will see you later. All right. Bye. That was my interview with Ginger Rose. Yo, shout out, Ginger. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. That was a good time. Listeners, if you have not yet, make sure you give her a follow. She is on Twitter, at GingerWilds, OnlyFans, at GingerRose85, and Snapchat, at GingerRose85. I'll have links to all of those in the Libsyn page from this week, so make sure you go to the Libsyn page. Give her a follow. We're also on Twitter. We're also on Instagram, at FullServicePod. My personal Instagram and Twitter, at TankFunkadelic. If you like the podcast, make sure you are subscribed on whatever platform you listen to us on. We're, we're literally everywhere you can find podcasts. We are now on YouTube, so make sure you're subscribed on YouTube as well. If you want to hear anything talked about on the podcast, if you just want to write in, I'll read anything. <laughs> if you want to be on the guest on the podcast, send us an email, fullservicepod at gmail.com. I recently uh, I got stickers for the podcast. Oh boy, I've been uh, I got some sex work is work stickers. I got the... Penis Vagina North Carolina bumper stickers. I just got some new Penis Vagina North Carolina magnets. And uh, also some more uh, Sex Workers Work magnets. So what I'm going to do, follow us on Instagram. I will post pictures and they will be available. So if you would like any of those, hey, reach out and I fucking, I got you. I'll send you one. But uh, I appreciate I appreciate you being here. You could be you could spend your life, spend your time doing a lot of different things, but you chose to spend it with the podcast. So I truly do appreciate it. We'll be back next week. I have a solo episode coming. Then I got some more interviews. And I, uh, yeah, I appreciate you being here. I'll have a link in the Libsyn page from this week. I plugged it with uh, Ginger. We talked about it. But uh, my friends have a podcast. A couple friends in Raleigh. One has moved to uh, New York City. Conspiracy Beer Beat. They uh, drink beer and talk conspiracy theories. It's a good time. It's uh, three comedians. It's fucking hilarious. But uh, you should check it out. I have a link in the Ellipson page. Hey, oh boy. Time to go. Hey, I hope you have a great week. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I will see you on Tuesday. Later.